This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala, family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This place is my happy place, you guys. I'm there all the time. It's a giant piece of property full of greenhouses packed to the brim of everything you can possibly imagine, from your landscaping needs to houseplants to cactus and succulents. They even have a greenhouse solely dedicated to rare and obscure collector specimens. I'm talking, I've seen Monstera albos there. I've seen tide constellations there. Rare collector specimens that I can't even find online, I find them there. If you head over to their Instagram, at Mezcala Nursery, they keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quick. You could miss it. Make sure to go check it out. Not only that, they treat you like family. I bring my kids with me, you guys, and I always have an amazing experience. Such great customer service, so helpful, so knowledgeable, and prices that can't be beat. Bring them a price from another nursery, they'll beat it. Bring them a price from a big box store, they're going to beat it. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805, Mezcala Nursery. Tell them I sent you. Welcome back, everybody, to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on May 31st, 2021, with my guest, Vic the Prick. Vic is a returning guest. He was actually featured on my very first episode back in February with Whittier Prick. Really grateful for both of those dudes. They were the first ones to come on, and I feel like they took a chance on me. This was still just an idea and a dream, and here we are on episode 17, still going strong. I I couldn't have imagined that it would become what it has, and just really glad to have Vic back. Vic is really rad. He cares a lot about the environment and he's really passionate. I enjoyed his company a lot. I felt really connected with him today. I think he did an excellent job. He shows us his plans, so you may want to head over to the YouTube channel and check out the video interview. I'll be posting it later this afternoon. I want to take a moment to thank everybody that's purchased a shirt. You guys are awesome. They're still available via the link in my bio. Make sure to check out my Instagram at if plants could talk podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. Here's Vic. Welcome back to the show, Vic. Thanks for having me back, man. Of course. Love man. chatting with you. Of course. I'm really grateful to have you, man. It's crazy. Going all the way back to episode one. What was that? February? Just about, yeah. A little bit after my birthday, we got on. Yeah, it was crazy. I always listen to it once in a while, you know. It's, yeah. it's a good vibe when I'm driving to work or something. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I'm, it's it's a full circle. Here we are again, and I, I I know this won't be the last time we do this. Yeah, man, and I'm proud of you big time because I remember when you first started, you were like super excited, and look look how many guests you've had put on. It's crazy. All these great great uh, cacti lovers and just great people in general, you know. Yeah, man, I've learned a lot, and I feel like I've like even become like a better communicator, which is something that I wanted to work on. I wanted to work on being a better listener and like not, you know, cause I gotta be careful not to cut people off and stuff. This podcast has done wonders for me, man. Like even in just like making these new friendships, you know, like I feel, I feel much closer, even especially to you. That was way back then now. And we've been, you know, chopping it up since. Thank you, man. I think that's the, that's the biggest uh, point out of uh, what you wanted to get out of this, right? You wanted to become, closer to people not just uh knowing them on instagram like for me yeah i haven't i've made probably more friends on this uh community than i have in life you know genuine people yeah. not just people that um are friends with you because you have money because of this and that but because people actually care what you're doing and you know it's humbled me a lot i i'm, I'm pretty grounded with uh with this community man i love everybody that i have become friends with yeah same i value our friendship Vic. And thank you for coming that, back. Bro. I told you, dude, I got you. I got you through anything, man. You know, from day in and day out. So what's been going on? I mean, I know you've been getting more skilled at, at your staging, bro. I, I see you, man. Yeah, it's, it's it's getting there. You know, I'm not the greatest one. You know, I think you could only do so much with a little pot. Um, my biggest goal for staging, I think, will be um, when I have my own landscape. 
that's when I kind of will take it off or take it to the next level. But from 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 a, a small pod aspect of it, it's like you could only do the minimum. But I think it goes a long way. Like um, I know Daz Collector, he just takes it to the next level because he knows how to create different top dressings that go with certain rocks. Me, I'm cool with what I have. And then if I have a rock to throw in it, I just throw it in and see what happens. And usually looks pretty nice. But I kind of don't want to, sometimes you don't want to stress out the plant too much because you want to give it space to grow. Mm. You know, I think that's the biggest point out of it. Um, sometimes when uh, people throw a big ass rock with a little plant, the plant kind of gets stuck. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it just depends on how you look at it. It's not going to be perfect every time. Yeah, that's cool, bro. So how how much do you think you've added to your collection since since we last talked? Damn, dude, I think since I last seen you and you came here, probably about another 50 plants, you know, and there's smaller plants, smaller pots, but I think just the space aspect, I had to add another shelf to the bottom. Nice. And I have another side, but I think on the bottom over here is kind of for like my seedlings and stuff that I'm going to start getting because a lot of my seeds that I grow from here from all my plants, I send them to Whittier Prick hmm. since uh, he's two minutes from me. He's like, bro, give me all your seeds and... I'll start them up for you, and then we'll go from there. Like, I have some of these Astrophytum Asteria seeds right here. Beautiful. They need to be repotted because they've been in the same mix for about a year. So um, I give it another – I need to do it soon, but um, he started these for me about – I don't have the date, but um, probably over a year ago. Wow. And um, – yeah, they're pretty, they're, they're slow, they're like almost stuck right now, I think, because they're in the same soil mix, so I think once I put them in more rocky mix, they should sprout, but I have seeds from everything, bro, like I probably got over 100 to two, to 200 Obesta seeds nice. just from them, so I sent them to him to get them started for me, and then I'll bring them back here, throw them on the shaded side, and then acclimate them to the sun, you know, because I told everybody all this stuff that's in here is eventually going to go in the ground, eventually, you know, because then you get the most uh growth from everything especially agaves in the ground they do so much better yeah you know especially the euphorbias they start clustering a lot more and i think it has to do with the space of the roots wow so that's your ultimate goal is to start grounding everything yeah and then in, in here i'll probably keep like like i do a lot of propagation especially with euphorbias um and then i want to start um getting those to a good size and then start to uh, either sell some give some away you know I'm real big on that, but um, my main goal is to have a lot of my big specimens in the ground to mm. see how big they get, and, you know, sky's the limit when it comes to plants, you know? That's right. Yeah. That's cool. So you have all your own Abessa seeds. Yeah. About, I've never really gotten anything from anybody else. Everything's from mine, because I, I have this cluster right here that produces, like, the majority of my seeds, and actually has some seed pods on here right now you can see that yeah yeah see and then um each head gives me about i would say maybe like 10 seeds so and um i still gotta rub on it will you walk me through this a little bit like did do they mine has these little those little seed pods too but you don't have to pollinate them they just produce so these ones, you have these the balls already yeah like the balls yeah those are ready set to go so give them another couple weeks when they get kind of darker Mm -hmm. You throw, um, I don't have one with me. Um, they're like these little gift baggy thingies. <laughs> That's kind of I know, funny. I've seen on the net. They're like netted bags, like yeah, like you would yeah, get jewelry in. Yeah, this one right here. Um, Cactus Update showed me these. Mm. Where do you get those, and Amazon? You just, you just, yeah, you can, and then uh, Daiso. You know Daiso, yeah, the yeah, store? Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of my stuff from there, dude. They have these for a dollar. Everywhere else, they're like 10 bucks for a pack of six. It's crazy. Mm. And you just throw them, um, you just throw them on top. You you get the you get the thing, and you put it like that. Boom, and you leave them there. And then, what's cool is the Obesa seeds. They actually sticky. They're really sticky, so they stick to the sides. And then you just you know because they pop off the seed pod. Mm. They like in the wild, they're known to just fly about a couple feet away from the main plant, get into the soil, and then they sprout. That's that's the way they uh, spread their seeds. Now you can you can also. Still, like if you if you have blooms, you can still cross them and create your own seed pods as yeah. well. Yeah. So, uh, like this one right here. So this is my um, this one's my male. Mm. It has the little flowers on it. Mm -hmm. 
and I rub the flowers with a little brush onto these ones, and then they become get their own seed pods. Very cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. You How know, do you identify pretty... which one uh, is your seed pod? Do you mark it? Uh, I mainly right now since I know everything in my collection that I have uh, as far as seeds, they're mine. So I really haven't got that specific, but. Yeah. I think if I start crossing with other people's, then I'll start labeling and stuff. But mm. right now, I don't have – I'm not that in-depth. Um, like, with your prick, how he has different types of astrophytums. He has V-types, variegated, you know, so on and so forth. He has to be very detailed because eventually in about a couple of years, he start selling. Right. And you got to be – you got to let people know what you have, you know. And he's very, he's very particular on what he's working with, too. So, to each his own, I think, right yeah. now. That's cool. So tell me, how do you know the difference between uh, male and female? Is there obvious signs? Yeah, so the male has the flower bud with the pollen. Okay. Which is, um, so this is a good example right here. This one, see all the little flower pollen? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the male. The female has the little prongs that look like um, like a trident. They don't have no flower pollen on there. Okay. So those ones are the... Those ones are the ones that are going to get you the seed pods. And it's pretty easy. You just rub the flower, and 95% of the time, it's going to create a seed. If wow. it doesn't create a seed, normally the the flower from the female uh-huh. will turn black and kind of, like, die off. So then that one wasn't viable. But 95% of the time, I've had success with just rubbing it real quick, and then the success rate is, like, crazy. Very cool. Like a paintbrush? You're using a little paintbrush? Yeah, I'm using, um, I stole my girlfriend's little uh, makeup brush. Oh, yeah. And it, this thing has done miracles for my astrophytums. I've used it for that. Uh, I'm really right now trying to learn how to do uh, like gasterias, aloes, um, hawartheas because they have such a small flower. Mm. You need to use a super fine paintbrush. Um, Garibaldo's Nursery, Ivan, he, um, I went to his greenhouse and he showed me how to do it. And he's had success. He has some seedlings from crosses between Hawarthia and aloe, Hawarthia and Gasteria. Wow. It's insane, dude. There's the, I think the possibilities are endless with that because you can hybridize so much. Wow. So cross species. Pretty much, yeah, dude. Like, I think, I don't know, it's weird because I feel like anything that has the same flower, you could just start pollinating and you'll get success from it the majority of the time. That's how a lot of, uh, I forgot who created, um, those al- uh, aloes, uh, like the Christmas carols or whatever, like the red spines and stuff. Okay. That's how they created those kind of aloes because they crossed it with different things. That's very interesting. Yeah, it's pretty fun too, man. Just learning how to do that stuff. Yeah. So when you're when you give your seeds to to Will, are you giving him just the seed? Like, is he he's he's he sowing them and and then letting them get? He's putting them under his grow light or? Yeah, so um, I usually have a little uh, container that I, I just collect as much as I can, you know, and I try to do it as fresh as I can. Like maybe they pop off one day and then the next week I'll give them to him. But um, he had came down here one time. It's crazy. We've been friends for almost two years now and yeah. he's never been here. And uh, I finally got finally got him over here, man. So it was pretty cool. He was checking my stuff out and I gave him the seeds. So um he has his whole garage set up. I have no space whatsoever. Like I still have, I still have my grow light in the box. Like I haven't even opened it yet, dude. Yeah. And I get scared to put it out here because I just don't want attention. You know, I live in an alley. You've seen it. Yeah. And if I have lights in here at night, obviously people are gonna think, oh, he's growing cannabis. Yeah. You know, I have, I have, I have one plant right here. Oh, I can't see it. But this one's about it. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I like it just because they grow fast. They're super, um, they're super lively. I think they just sprout out like crazy, and they smell good when you walk in. I personally don't smoke weed, but I like the growing aspect of it. That's cool. But um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, back to uh, Will. He uh, yeah, he takes my seeds and then he um starts them off in his little grow tent, and he has plenty of uh, grow light power. I tell him all the time because. He has thousands of seeds in there, and they're all doing very well. And then eventually, I take them back and try to get keep them alive here. Beautiful. At what point are they ready to come out? He walked me through it briefly a little bit. Uh, what, at what point does he hand them back? How many months? Uh, 
I say almost like he gave me those astro items around six to seven months. Okay. But I, I think this time with the Obestas, I'm going to wait till they get some definition to them and uh, maybe a full year or maybe I'll just keep them there until they get to a decent size. And I even I'll split them with him like here, take some of these, take some of that. You know, I don't I don't I don't need all of them because I know if he has them, they're still going to do OK, you know, so I'd rather take my chances and. You know, I'd rather him do it right since he's been doing it since the beginning yeah. than me try to do it here and just not be successful. Yeah, no, that's dope. And when you get them back, are you keeping them, like, on a lower shelf, shaded? Yeah, um, I tend to keep them in the shaded area for a little bit, you know, with some, um, like, a little damp light on it. But, um, like, these guys, I just threw them out in the sun, dude, and let's see what they do, you know, because you got to get them tough right away because if you uh, keep them too shaded, you try to bring them out and, and you say, say you get them to a decent sellable size and, and, and you, you try to sell them to someone, they take it home, throw it right in the sun, it's going to fry up. Yeah. So you kind of want to acclimate it to the sun, you know, get it to uh, be a little stronger. Yeah. 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 I think with the grow light though, it's a good, a good introduction to the light as opposed to trying to do seedlings outside in the shade because then it really shocks them, you know, but you got that grow lights are nice and bright. So yeah. I think that it probably is a good introduction to the light for them. That's dope, man. I'm super stoked yeah, to see then, that. And then too, I've seen it too, where it comes down to getting um, them etoliated or mm. like stretch a little bit. And um, yeah, that that's one thing that I kind of strive not to do. That's why I put um, these roofing panels in my greenhouse. So I get direct sun, Yeah, you know, and I, I've seen a difference in the growth. Like, my best is personally, I like them darker. Like I like them looking like they're in habitat where they're super sun stressed. And I don't really like too much of a green plant. You know, um, you kind of have to have some, some color look to it. I feel like green, green, green plants are just, they're like too fresh for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not alone in that. I hear a lot of people come on and tell me that. Yeah. So, and then there's a difference. I tell people there's a difference from having a, a, a sun stressed plant, but still healthy to a plant that is just straight up burnt and just looks scary because it has like a scar on its face. Yeah. So, but it's, it's pretty cool though. You know, every plant has their own personality. So something that, that uh, I've been bringing to guests that was brought to me by a listener, uh, a listener was plus uh, plant specific information as in like one of the questions they asked was what is a plant that maybe you've struggled with growing? something that a difficult plant that you've maybe had to put a little more work into. Have you had any struggles like that? Where has any of them been giving you a headache? Um, I don't say, a, I wouldn't say a headache. Um, I would say this guy, which I just posted today. Um, I had got this Rebusha Heliosa it's beautiful, and it man. has all these blooms on it. It's fucking beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, I had it in like a terracotta pot outside for a while mm-hmm. and I was like stressed on it, man. Cause I don't know if you can see, but right there it has like a little nip on it mm. from a rat and a rat's taking some heads off and it had mealies like crazy and this and that. And I thought I was going to lose it. And then I repotted it into this pot, more rocky soil and it bloomed for me this year. So I guess, and it's, it's in there pretty good with the roots wise. Nice, dude. So I, think, I think it's did a whole 360 on surviving. And I tell people, man, don't give up on your cactus because all they want to do is survive for you. They just want to keep um, keep thriving. That's the best but, feeling ever, man, when you bring it back. Yeah, dude, for sure. I thought I was going to lose it. And then actually I tried um, – I'm trying to graft one right now. I just smashed a little head on there. Okay. Yeah, it's on a, the, the Mertillo cactus. Okay. That's my favorite stock to use as far as grafting stock, but I'm just waiting to see if it sticks and then we'll go from there. But yeah, grafting's fun, dude. Any particular reason why you prefer the Marcello? Um, I think it absorbs water a little better okay. and it, it gets like, when you see it stressed and you water it, it just takes off. I have another graft that it has a variegated astrophytum on there. Mm-hmm. And wow. Right there. And this stock, during wintertime, it was super sad, super ugly, and then I watered it with some rainwater. It plumped right up, and then the, the scion just took off, dude. And it, you, I don't know if you see my flowers on uh, 
my page, but I'm sure it's been, has this dude is popping out like six more flower buds. Sick, dude, it's crazy. How old and is it? This one, um, I got it off one of Whittier Prick's uh, variegated plants, and when I put it on, it was all green, and it was a size maybe a little smaller than a dime. Mm. And it's about a year old, I would say. Wow. And like they say, um, when you graft things, they jump five years. Yeah. In growth, so. I'm sure I have uh like right here, this astro is probably the same uh maybe six years old or whatever. But mm. this one's only a year old. Yeah, wow. Huge Which difference. Crazy. Yeah. And it's flowering, so I have another variegated um astrophysum too that I wanna see, like this one right here. I wanna see if I can cross them and it has some flower buds on there. Sick. Very, uh, yeah. Yeah, that so. variegation is cool, man. Yeah, dude, look look at this. It's all yellow. Very cool. And it got nipped up by a rat too. So those little fuckers, dude. Yeah, dude, I'm tired of them. I caught about ten of them yeah. within the past like six months. So I'm like over them. So when you treated that, um, what is it called, a rebusha? Rebusha heliosa. So when you treated that, did you did you treat it when you while you repotted it? No. To, so what I mealies? did was. Yeah, the first step, I think, um, like, everybody asked me, what do you use? Because when I first started, I had a bunch of mealybugs. I have an avocado tree that just infested with them. Mm. And that's why I kind of made the greenhouse. But um, I used um, the uh, rubbing alcohol. Yeah. So I'll spray the top of it, you know, at night. Never do it during the day because it'll burn your plant. But um, you spray that, you kind of kill the top of the, the layer of the mealybugs. And it kind of gets into the eggs and stuff. And then... Um, um, I use uh, it's called a tree and shrub fertilizer, mm. and it has this this property in it that it doesn't kill the plant, but it gets into the roots. And when the plant and when the bugs bite the plant, they absorb that that uh, fertilizer and mm. it kills them. Tree and shrub fertilizer. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to write this down later. Yeah, and then I'll send you a picture of it. I think I have it outside, but it's like a super green fertilizer, and it's kind of you kind of get scared when you use it because like it's like. Like, I call it Hulk piss green. Like, it's just ugly. And when sometimes when you put on a whiter plant, it kind of gets them, uh, they stain it a little bit. But after a few waterings, they go away. But every plant I get, from the first day I get it, I'll water it with that fertilizer. And I won't have any issues with it. Like, no millies. I haven't had millies knock on wood for about a year since I did that. Mm. And it's pretty strong stuff. Yeah. And and it doesn't it doesn't ever bother your plant? Is, is, it, is it not like a nutrient-rich fertilizer um, i think it, it feeds your plant too like it okay. has like a uh, uh uh something in it that feeds your plant so i use that at the beginning of um like the middle of spring when i first water mm -hmm. and then i use it as needed throughout the year so if a specific plant has mealies then i'll water them again with it nice. but throughout the summer and growing season i just stick to uh a little bit of the fertilizer that i use just the cactus fertilizer mm -hmm. and that's all i need but I haven't had no issues, man. Everything's been pretty solid in here. Now, full strength rubbing alcohol in a spray bottle. Yeah, you could dilute it if you want to feel a little more comfortable with it, but yeah. I just go straight in and start spraying. You don't want to overspray it, just maybe like a light coat, but um, it works. Um, you just do it overnight, so then it dries off. You don't scrub them uh, at all? Yeah, I don't scrub them at all whatsoever. Okay. I, I use um, I use a little bit of a, like, a, like a toothpick to mm. pick them off, but yeah. Can you hear that? Is it, is it too loud? It's fine. It'll be all right. It'll pass. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't start circling right here, but I live right here by the police station. Ghetto bird. I got birds yeah, flying I over know, my man. house all the time, too. Yeah, you can't you can't get rid of them for some reason. <laughs> Ain't nothing you can do about it. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's cool, man. I think that's really informative because uh, people ask all the time. I, I've used rubbing alcohol and like a Q-tip to get mealies off of columnars. Um, to scrub them off and then like I'll treat them with neem oil to like as a preventative but I've never tried the fertilizer thing let's let's talk about fertilizer though so um, what are you using and how often do you feed your plants or do you feed everything um so right now it's getting a little warmer we have our cloudy days so um, actually it's funny dude because like everybody right now their kick has been using um, the fill up your tap water with uh, vinegar and you know they kind of thin out the pH or whatever, but I have my 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 koi fish pond, mm. and 
it, so with, with with ponds and and fish in general, you have to do a water change every couple weeks, right? Just yeah. to keep the the levels even. But I just when my water changes, I fill up a five gallon bucket with that pond water. Yeah, and I feed all my plants with that. The pH is already so, good. Yeah, so I don't know the pH exactly, but it has all the nutrients I need yeah. as far as fish poop. Yeah. Um, they use a lot of uh, a lot of fertilizers have like that krill, krill mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. Um, whatever fish uh, poop and all that. I have all that here. So until I get rid of this pond, I'm not gonna change what I've been doing because everything's been growing great, you know. Yeah. So I think I'm always gonna have a pond on hand. So if I get a bigger greenhouse, I'm gonna need about three more ponds. But that's my water changes, dude. But a fertilizer, I'll add like a little bit, like a teaspoon. I don't use too much, dude, because. I, plus, I use a, a Fox Farm Ocean Forest soil. Right. That has enough nutrients. So I don't want to overdo it. Yeah. You know, I think people kind of get too uh, particular with that. They'll use a lot of it. Yeah. And then I'm like, I, I fertilize maybe once a month in the summer, but that's very little. You I, know? Yeah. I would imagine that your your fish pond is actually packed with really like good nutrients for it. Because a lot of people use that. I can't remember what they call it. It's a type of hydroponic uh, there's there's setups i've seen cannabis growers that that they have their tray above their tank and the 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 tank feeds the plants on a timer automatically and that's all they yeah. use i can't remember yeah, what the fucking use, name um, of it is yeah uh, i know what you're talking about too because i wanted to try that just for myself to mm-hmm. grow veggies but um they use like tilapia and um i like that because it's all beneficial man you could eat the tilapia and sure. they're giving you fruit for the veggies and then they're just watering your plants on on a timer, you yeah. know. But with me, I'm not that technology savvy, so that's all, you know, for the for the professionals on that. You're still getting the benefit though of that of that nutrient water, man, and and it's cool because you're not wasting it, you're not dumping it, you're you're reusing it and repurposing it for your plants. That's fucking dope, dude. And the 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 Fox Farm thing, I actually took note of that when you guys told me that you use Fox Farm because I used to use it for cannabis, but now I use it in my plants. And yeah, it's made a world of difference. And I think that just purely by pHing the water, you know, and you don't add anything to it, as long as it's the correct pH, that that it's the plant's going to access that Fox Farm nutrients, the nutrients that's in that soil. So it yeah, like opens because, it up. Yeah, when you think about it, dude. Uh, me, I like to stress my plants out a little bit. Like recently, dude, I've been watering monthly. Mm. You know, because I've noticed with my astrophytums, especially if I water them every two weeks they're not taking in as much water and I've had a lot of rot issues with that. Mm. And um, I kind of learned just, you know, push it a little bit longer, see how much they need because I like to tell people you want to make your plants thirsty. You want to make them hungry. Yeah. So when you do water them, they take in all the water they can and they look freaking crazy, dude. Like when they, when they absorb that much water and it's not stressing them out, you know, some people put do like, I want to water my plant every week, but then their plant, it looks bloated kind yeah. of cracking a little bit especially with local forest i noticed that they yeah. um they're in the desert dude they don't they don't drink water that often yeah so it's like you just don't be don't baby your plants too much man because you'll 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 regret it sometimes because like you have an astrophytum that you just got you water it every week and then six months later it's rotted you don't even know yeah i think that's valid bro um uh, and that's something I just tried to do to step back a little bit. I did I did 12 days because I, I think I was babying my plants too much. But like Trichoceros, I think they like a little bit more water. But those like desert, true desert cactus and stuff, uh, I've been backing off trying to let them get thirsty. Because I, I would say that every two weeks is probably more like what they get, even more than they normally get, right, in habitat? Yeah, I would think too. Um like, and it also depends where you live. Like, um, Cactus yeah. Update, he was talking about him living in Arizona. Yeah, shit's hot And his there. temperatures are fucking out of the roof. Yeah. And he has to water every two weeks. Yeah. And I'm sure his soil mix is a lot of more inorganic. Me, I have a little bit of 95% inorganic and the rest organic. So I could kind of push it away a little bit because the soil kind of sticks with the moisture. Mm. And also, too, just lift your plant up when you water it and before you water it. Just the weight difference. Just so you, so you have an idea of what um what you're actually gonna gonna be doing because if it's heavy still and you water, you have a chance of rotting everything. Mm. Do you ever butt chug? <laughs> yeah, no, man, I don't. No. I don't do all that. No, you just water from no. above. 
Yeah, I well, I did it once. I can't say it. I did. I never done it. I did it once, but I noticed that like after like the thirtieth pot I did, the top layer is full of either pumice, dirt, and all yeah, that. Yeah, so pushes all the shit up. Gets, yeah, so I don't know. Certain people do it a certain way. Me, I just kind of just real quick do 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 like it's raining. Yeah, but um, I I don't like to. I don't know. Watering man has been more of a hassle lately than it uh, than it is fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see what people think it's fun, it's time especially consuming. with smaller pots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the butt chugging thing, especially, is very time consuming. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool, bro. So, uh, you want to show me some plants? Holy daddy, long leg crawling at me right now. Oh, dude, Look I would have punched that fucker. thing so fast. I hate spiders, dude. I got that little fucker. Yeah, uh, let's see, let's see. Um, check this guy out right here. Uh, so when I went down to Chris's place, CSG Succulents, he shot me this Copiapoa, which was, like, awesome, man. I Sex. love that guy. Super energetic, and it has some seeds on there. I got to pop them off. Nice. Yeah, so this is one plant that that's going to be with me forever. And it also has, like, I don't know if one of the seeds got in there. I don't know if you, you can't really see it, dude, but there's, like, a little seed. Uh, seedling in there. Oh wow! In the, in the soil, I don't know. You can't see it at all. But yeah, that's one of the plants, and the roots are coming out the bottom. But I'm scared to repot it. Very cool. Yeah, this thing's pretty wicked. Um, isn't that funny when you have a plant that like means a lot to you? You're like scared to repot it because you don't want to fuck with it. I'm like, I'm, yeah, I dude, I'm like, uh, I don't want to. Ma- it looks happy. I don't want to fuck with it. Well, plus two, I want to see what that little seedling is. I don't know if it's one of those plants or if it's something else that he had in his greenhouse, but. I don't know. That's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, this one's everybody's golden hey. egg, I guess. This little variegated. And trip out, dude, I got this guy for $60. Oh, wow. At Armstrong Nursery. Nice. And this was about maybe, I would say, a year ago. And um, it's crazy. It has this whole white side. Yeah. Straight um, elbow right there. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and it's crazy because I've seen some big specimens that have it straight cut down the middle. One side's white, one side's variegated and white on the other side. And I hit up everybody, dude. It was like, hey, go get this um, um, Victoria White Rhino. It's up in this Armstrong Nursery, and everybody went, dude, and they sold out like in the same day. I should have bought all of them, you know, thinking about it now, but it's okay. I like to spread the love. Every time I find multiple plants, I always hit up my like my friends and stuff. Hey, go get this plant. I know you've been looking for it. It's on a sale. Didn't Shop by Gina send you some white rhinos? No, she had what sent she me send the you? one that everybody's all over. She sent me this guy. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Yeah, everybody, man, the price on these things are insane, dude. Like, just because no one can find them down here, they're like 200 bucks, and you go out to a different state, and they're on, they're super, super affordable. Yeah, what's the name know. of that? Um, that's a uh, agave titanota, um, snaggle tooth. Snaggle tooth. Yeah, and it's in a Johnny Pothead original first pot ever he made. One of his first pots. Wow, so sick. This one's very cherished, uh, cherished possession of mine. <laughs> sick. Yeah, but it's crazy, dude. That's one thing that's been getting me lately, man. Like people go to another state, bring plants back, and want to put a crazy price tag on a certain plant when a lot of people kind of know. Yeah, and I don't know. It's a whole controversial thing, but personally, it's like why why try all that work and then try to make a a quick buck on it? Yeah, um, upselling is a big thing for sure around here. But you know, I, I try I try to look at it like like I, I see it and I'm like, okay, well, this person's trying to make a living. You know, like I don't want I, I I was always taught to never come between somebody and their paycheck. But at the same time, I'm like, man, you know. You're getting a little carried away. You can knock like twenty dollars off that. <laughs> yeah, like like copia polos, for example, Be fair. man. Super expensive, yeah. dude. I'm like, I'm never gonna purchase one right now. I'm gonna wait for the right time and then maybe because plants could die the next day, dude. You never know. Right, right. You never know how the previous uh, owner cared for it, and you're just gonna take your chances on it, bro. Yeah, well, whoever's got a fucking plethora of uh, Cineria seedlings that they started however long ago, they're going to be styling here soon when they're ready. And hopefully by the time theirs gets a size, they're not like 20 bucks again. Uh, <laughs> That's going to suck, dude. Yeah, and then I got this cool guy. It's a, um, it's an agave uh, polona. Okay. 
Yeah, agave polona. It's got like similar cool. spines to the to the utahensis on the top. Yeah, these are super super um, uh, hard to come by down here for sure. But, say say um, it again. What is it? Agave polona. Polona. Yeah. Pretty cool plant. And then check this guy out right here, dude. This is like a alien graft. Whoa. And it's flowering, dude. I got Brains. this one. So this, this one was from uh, Whittier Prick, dude. And he it was a full head. It was on a graft. It was on those uh, dragon fruit stalks. Mm -hmm. And the dragon fruit stalk rotted out. So then uh, we just took this off and then we cut the head off. And then he took one, I took one, and then now it's flowering, dude. Yeah, look at those little buds, dude. It's crazy. But, um, super crazy. Yeah, dude, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun to grab some crazy stuff. Dude, I love this because, like, the, the more people have been starting, starting to show me plants, and now I'm starting to become more familiar with these other species that I don't know about, you know? So it's dope. I'm learning something right now. So thank you. Appreciate yeah, you, appreciate it, man. I mean, I appreciate your time, dude. Like, I like to show people new things that, like, you may not be into agaves, but I could help you get into agaves. That's like yeah. the best thing. Yeah. That kind of got me kick, uh, got my kick going because agaves are pretty strong. You can't really kill them mm. unless they have uh, mites and shit like that. But um, as far as them uh, thriving, like, they're pretty strong, dude. They're um, they're pretty. Uh, how would you say? Um, res resilient. Yes. Yes. I'm and about to ground them. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, dude, ground a bunch of them. I got like a maybe I don't know maybe five that I like that I have and I'm I'm grounding them. Yeah, ground the, the I seen you have a nice little titsanota. Just throw that guy in the ground and it'll start pupping for you like crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I, I just leveled out. Got a rototiller and leveled out this space, and now I want to do the rest of the yard because I have a, I have a big ass backyard and it's just dead grass. So I, I got to get out there and fucking rip out the grass because you can't use a rototiller with the grass. I guess it'll damage the machine. So mm -hmm, I got to go the roots. rip all that shit out and then I can then I can till it. And I'm going to make another long space to do mostly grounded trichocereus, I think. I heard you say you were you were uh, starting to gather some more columnars as well, right? Yeah, um, I mean, right now it's just pretty much those uh, bridgey eyes that I have, the um, mm. the, like the blue ones. Um, a lot of them I cut the heads off to get some more. Um, and then right now the San Pedros, those are the only ones I have. Um, I want to get some more of like the rare hybrids, like the Australian crosses and yeah. stuff like that with the longer spines. But those are going up the market too, which is pretty cool because before they were just known to be um, basic cactus, but now the hybrids are coming out. Yeah, another endless, uh, like endless array of of different types of plants right there. That trichocereus species, just fucking uh, all kinds of hybridizations and crazy shit. Yeah, bro. So I mean, hopefully by the time I get my own place, um, I could purchase some more and then ground them and then see what they do. But for now, I think I don't want to get too much stuff to keep outside because of the whole milly yeah, um, yeah. war I have going on out there. But um, for now, everything's uh, gonna be smaller. Maybe I can get some um, some seedlings of them and get them growing in the greenhouse. But um, for now, it's just kind of at a small plant basis, yeah. babies and um, younger plants to get growing. Yeah, cool, man. Let's yeah. see some of those euphorbias. I see some clusters. Oh, you want to see some clusters, bro? Some clusters. I got you. Um, let me see real quick. Oh shit. <clears throat> Gotta move everything. My bad. Check this guy out, bro. I got this one from uh, Simply Funky. Sick. Yeah, dude, that thing's heavy. It's it's been, it's an older plant, and I staged it up in this lower pot. I feel like plants like this are more uh, satisfied in a smaller pot. Mm. because when i pulled it out the soil it was in a big big pot pretty deep and um the roots were compact up by the base of the plant oh wow so didn't it didn't go through the whole pot yeah no you normally you see bigger plants like this root bounded but this guy was kind of um compact up by the base so and then these guys are in a uh, shallow ground by the rocks and stuff up in africa mm. So I try to kind of mimic the whole uh, staging of it with rocks an and stuff. Excellent job, bro. That that looks great, man. I love yeah, it. Yeah, dude. So I think this appreciate that. I think this guy's probably a smaller species.
pieces of snowflake or shorter or compact i don't know the word but because like i have right here a, a yeah like a, like a like a mini form of it i have one right here that's the more columnar and um shout out to simply cool, funky man love that guy yeah i love that guy dude i i had because me i wasn't into um too many uh lofa forest and i knew he was so i was like bro let's trade and he was down with it sick like I got shout out to Crazy for Cactus for this guy. I yeah. was looking for a Polygona Snowflake. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, bro, come down. I got you." So nice. He hooked it up, dude. What's up, Kevin? Yeah, Kevin's awesome, man. I love that guy, dude. He's like VIP everywhere he goes. <laughs> but uh, check this guy out, dude. This guy's pretty cool. Little crest. Nice. Yeah. I got, guess how much I paid for this guy. Uh. Four dollars. Shut up. At Home Depot. Sick. Yeah, dude, they had it there, and it was just sitting there. I was like, "Oh, look, it's pretty cool." And before I was really into Crest, I thought they were kind of weird looking. Y'all and then scoring, I grabbed this, man. Yeah. I see a lot of people saying, "I got this at Lowe's. I got this at Home Depot." My Home Depot is bunk as fuck, bro. The one in Signal Hill. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing there. So- I know, dude. I went to uh, I went to four Home Depots yesterday to look for some of uh. Uh, these guys, the um, Major Nova, mm. everybody's finding these clusters everywhere, bro. And I went, nothing, dude. I went to this one of people, they didn't even have a plant section. It was like just <laughs> vegetables. I was like, are you serious? So I, 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 I uh, blew that one yesterday, but it's okay. The time will come. Because they only have those, I've seen them for like 60 bucks, 70 bucks for like two heads. They have those guys with like 30 heads for like 20 bucks. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that's something that's I, I want to get into. Patient. I want to get what? into that, like going and, and shopping around different Lowe's and Home Depots and shit like that. I never really have done much of that. Uh, I, I've got to Armstrong sometimes, but mostly I, I fucking, I've been getting shit. I get shit online for the most part. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. That's an option always, dude, uh, online plants. I, I Lately, I've been kind of stepped away from it because of I need to slow down, but. I like to take that little adventure, man. Um, Euphorbia, Euphoria. He goes to Armstrong all the time, and he's found Agave, Utahensis. Yeah. He's found this and that, dude. I'm just like, man, you're always scoring, but yeah, he likes to put that yep. Yeah, I, I can't do that too much, dude. I have to kind of put my uh, wallet in the in the safe and not spend too much money, man, because was, I was going to carry it away for a little bit, but now I'm kind of grounded with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, to get like that myself, too. I want to just be able to care for what i do have and save my money because i you know i left my job bro so like now i'm surviving strictly off earthling botanical and uh yeah man i i gotta be super careful i gotta save my money like this is the first month i've been able to pay my rent all my bills are strictly with earthling botanical man so oh, like, awesome, everything's man. real tight now super tight yeah. i'm proud of you with that one man because plant the plant game's not easy dude yeah, thank you. To, to 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 sell stuff, you know, like a lot of people, a lot of people struggle. You know, that's why I like to help the small mom and pop nurseries. I like to help uh, people online, support the local small businesses. Um, but for you to be successful with that and to pay your bills with it, that's the ultimate goal for everyone. I mean, that are in the plant community, I would like to do that myself. It's very hit or miss. Like, I'll sometimes I'll have a week that's just dead. You know, nothing. And then all of a sudden, I've actually been branching out and going onto eBay. See, I try. And I don't. I, I feel bad because I don't really cater to the local community. I don't sell stuff that people want because we have it. You know, we everything that I, normally that I list is pretty common in our area, and you can probably get it for cheaper. Uh, but I definitely I, I target things that I see other people are selling in other parts of the country, and then I undercut them. You know, I try to go below their price point. But um, yeah. the biggest thing lately is large cacti. There's not a lot of people selling large specimens online because it's such a headache, dude. I mean, I've, I've been selling these four-foot-tall fence posts that have, like, a fucking 20-pound root base, you know? <laughs> Giant fucking plants, bro. And I got to take them out. I got to clean them. A lot of them have scales, so I got to treat them and then, like, let it dry out. But, yeah, that's that's where I think I'm, I'm going to put my focus more towards is uh, – like large specimens yeah bro that'd be cool man because uh i definitely for sure like 95 percent of the sales that i've seen locally have been just cuttings of like for example the fence posts and if you could get it with a lot of roots and healthy and thriving and sell that to a customer and they're happy with it that's all that um effort and and work is coming out of you 
that just shows what kind of person you are, dude. Because I know uh, sending plants that are that big in a in a in a box isn't that easy, dude. But uh-huh. you do it like to the T, which I'm like, I need to learn how to freaking fold my clothes like you freaking send out. Your <laughs> that I appreciate is, like, that, crisp, bro. It's super crisp, and you do it the right way. Appreciate a lot of people that. just send the plants with toilet paper. I'm like, yeah. what the? Like, you're gonna mess something up, but you do it the good way, man. Appreciate that, man. So what what are you what else are you working on over there? What do you got going? You got you want to move oh. soon? You want to you you want to you want to get your own place soon? Yeah, I do. So actually, right now, um, like my girlfriend just finished college, so um, nice. congrats. We're actually yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, she's worked a long, a long hard journey with that, and I'm so proud of her. And um, we're kind of at that stage where we want to get our own place together, either if it's an apartment or a or a place somewhere cheaper. You moving know, up. moving out a little bit, but um. Right now, I'm at a, I'm like at that where everybody. I'm only 23, bro. So yeah. I'm at that baseline where I'm stuck, kind of deciding what I want to do. Yeah. So I gave it another year to yeah. see what's the next step for me. But eventually, hopefully, get my own place, start a new job, start, start a new career, and yeah. um, get my life going. Hey, well, you know what, bro? Like I I've been hearing there's some crazy cheap rent out there, you know, for single family houses because people have been hurting, you know, but. Yeah. yeah, dude, I, w- I, I want to move out towards, like, maybe Moreno Valley, Riverside area. You want um, space, huh? Oh, dude, I want space. I have, uh, I brought a little guest for you. Check this guy out, dude. Sick. What's up, buddy? Yeah, my little leopard tortoise. Leopard tortoise. Yeah. What's up, buddy? That thing's sick. I forgot yeah, you got the true. turtles. That's why you want the space, huh? Let them run yeah, free. Yeah, dude, uh, I have my bigger guy on the side of the house. He's about uh, 80 pounds, so I can't bring him to show you. But um, <laughs> he, uh, that guy is going to need at least a big backyard for uh, for his uh, future home. But that's my goal, dude. I want to have space for that. I, also, I want livestock, too, dude. I want chickens. I want goats. I want that's a amazing. pig or two. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm into that. I told my girl, I was like, when we get a house, you have the inside. I'll, I'll have the outside. So I won't tell you nothing about the inside. Hey, yeah. So she can have all full control of that, but yeah, that's my dream goal, man. How cool would it be to be able to feed yourself if you had like your own veggies and you got your own livestock, your own eggs? I I've always wanted chickens so I can have my own eggs, dude. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get my girl into that too. Uh, the organic uh, way as far as uh producing your own uh food. Mm. Uh, but I think she kind of thinks it's kind of weird that the you go outside one morning, pick a couple eggs to make for breakfast when the egg, the chicken just laid it the night before. Yeah. That's the best way, more healthy. Especially what you're feeding your animals. I think that's uh, the best part of it. Yeah. Yeah. There's something different about those eggs. Uh, they're like uh, deep. I like to get brown, free range eggs. They got that deep orange yolk. Bomb. Yeah. Bomb. Yeah. My buddy, um, um, my buddy Caesar, I got him onto plants and he, he has some chickens too that he grows and he's always sending me pictures of blue eggs, different Sick. color eggs. And it's super cool, dude. I have uh, some parakeets outside that I got from my grandma. And uh, I just like, I like birds in general, dude. They're so smart. They're, uh, I like the way they, uh, they communicate, you know, especially out here, uh, up here in Whittier, we have a lot of parrots. Mm. So they fly Wild by. And you... Yeah, dude. They're yeah. like Amazon redheaded parrots. Mm. So the thing was that I guess back in the day, they, uh, Someone had them as pets, let them go, and they, they made a whole freaking flock out here, dude. Wow. Some days, dude, you'll see about a, like 500 of them flying in the sky. That's dope. Loud as shit, dude. Every morning, it sounds like pterodactyls out my window. <laughs> like, damn, shut up. But they're cool. They're smart birds. They got some parrots in, in Belmont Shores, too. Probably same story. That's cool. Yeah, man. they probably came from out here and migrated out that way. But um, I'm sure all these parents that are in the local area are all from the same pe- uh, same people that let them go many, many years ago. You're like a nature whisperer, bro. <laughs> I love the outdoors, dude. I love animals. I love. I'm very. Uh, I'm a big supporter of uh, the conservation part of animals. Yeah. I think that's what got me into cacti um, and succulents because they're kind of in the same boat. They live hand in hand together. Mm, mm, mm. You know, like I told you before, the desert tortoise in the in um up in the uh, Arizona, Mojave, all those deserts out there, they need the cactus to survive because yeah. if they don't have cactus, they they can't get water from them. 
they can't spread the seeds so they both need each other yeah yeah do you know what do cool. you know what they normally eat those desert tortoises uh, they eat um a lot of the umpuntias out there. Okay. The, um, I think the short choyas spine. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't think they eat the choyas. The choyas are pretty scary. Yeah, that's crazy. Looking. All the tortoise, I'd walk away. They eat main, mainly the fruits of them. Um, I've even seen some eat um like the Palo Verde trees, uh, the flowers and stuff like that. But um, I mean, there's really not much other than cacti and dry succulents that are out there. So they yeah. kind of have a, uh, a stronger gut for it. Yeah. that makes sense like you know i can't go out there and just take a bite out of that i'll probably mess myself up but yeah. i've seen some eat spines and, yeah. and digest it which is pretty crazy yeah yeah i've seen a video of a snake eat like something similar to a choya. i don't remember what it was it's something super spiky this motherfucker ate the whole thing i was like what the hell dude i think survival out there man is it's probably one of the toughest things that's why i tell people man appreciate what you have because if you were a tortoise in the wild you probably struggle right yeah it puts yeah. things into perspective man yeah especially like i i respect a lot of the older cultures like um like the native people that used yes. to live out there and survive man i'm super into that um my my grandparents and my my family's from uh jalisco mexico mm -hmm. and, um, my grandpa has a ranch out there i never been but i would like to go out there sometime but um he grows cattle um I know next to him is an agave farm that grows uh, for tequila and all that stuff. Very cool. So, um, I want to go back into my uh, my indigenous or how do you say that indigenous indigenous day. yeah yeah those, those it's pretty crazy roots you know? your roots yeah, yeah we all have roots blood, bro. bro it's in your yeah. blood yeah I like yeah. that man I I very much appreciate like my, my ancestors and I love like knowing my my family's story and hearing about that you know because without those people before us we wouldn't be where we are right now you know and it's always interesting to me like the things that maybe we even might have inherited but like we weren't taught you know like a, like a love for nature or spirituality those kinds of things i feel like some of that stuff might be genetic you know we're born this way so it's like yeah. fascinating to me yeah because i think what all started too for me like um when I was younger, I always would go to my grandma's house and she has fruit trees, cactus here, cactus there, something growing, you know. And when I was younger, I never really appreciated any of that. Right. I remember when I was younger, my grandpa had a, a machete in the mm -hmm. backyard and I'll go slicing the apuntia, the, the fagas that <laughs> she would eat. Dude, I was slicing them like crazy, pa pa pa. And then um, my grandma came out and she was yelling at me in Spanish. I don't speak Spanish, which I'm very pissed off at my parents about. Like, oh, you know, shit. come on, man me but she was yelling at me yelling at me. i knew i was in trouble and then now I, i'm like look back i'm like i'm an idiot why did i do that and i i appreciate i go to her i take her a bunch of cactus and then she'll give me some back which is super cool because not too many grandparents do that nowadays you know right you were showing me some plants when i came over that were from your from your grandma i think some yeah i have some an apple there. right yeah, yeah, I took that one from her. She was pretty pissed about that one because <laughs> they, they eat the fruits on there. Uh. Um, and then uh, she has a little seed, a uh, mammillaria that she grew from seed, a seedling. I still have it. It's growing some heads now. And it flowers all the time. So I always send her pictures and stuff. Cool, man. That's a dope That's a dope little connection you got there. Yeah, so she, she's that. awesome. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah. Can I see that uh, Trico Sirius that CSG gave you again? We didn't put it on camera. The yeah, you, oh, right here, yeah, 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 It's stacked. Man, yeah, dude, this guy's wicked. Wicked. I take this to a freaking a war or something, dude. Right. People, but yeah, how long do you wait until this callus is up? I like to wait like like up to two weeks. You know, one okay, yeah. one week at the least. But that's only if it if it dries up. I want it to be rock hard. You okay, know? yeah, this guy, I could probably poke it and it'll start, be kind of fresh, huh? Yeah, it looks still kind of fresh. I would wait, like, another week at least. Yeah, dude, uh, I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably pot it up soon. Some people um, wait, some people wait, like, a couple months, you know? They're, they're, they're good. They're, they're really? chilling. They'll be chilling, yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I had cut one before, and I threw it in maybe, like, three days later. And it's still alive, but yeah, I know people go. like to take it the next, the next level and wait six months. <laughs> Yeah. To be safe, but yeah. uh, yeah, dude, I don't really have nothing crazy. Check what are those guy. right there that you got there? Those leaky fuckers. Some Where at? To, uh, to your to your left. Up to, here, no, right to here? Your, behind you on the other side. 
What are those guys up there? You got something leafy. Let me see. Is it a see. euphorbia? A patripodium or something? Oh, up here? No, 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 bro. Let's see it. Is it this guy? No, no, that, that's cool. What is yeah, that? It's some, type, uh, some type of patripodium. I'm not sure, dude. Um, it flowers all the time. It's nice and hard. That's but uh, I'm not too familiar what it is. Yeah, no, I was talking about these things right here to your left, behind your left shoulder. Oh, up, up there? there? Yeah, those. What is that? Oh, that's, uh, I forgot what it's called. It's a euphorbia of some sort, but, um, yeah, uh, it's a euphorbia. Like a trigona? No, it, I forgot the name. Uh, Kevin told me what it was, but, hmm. yeah, dude, it, um, I got it when it was, like, maybe an inch tall. Oh, wow. And I got it from Home Depot for, like, three bucks, dude. Sick. Yeah, and it, it's pretty cool, dude. It's like a, they, it's a bush, I think, or a tree in uh, Africa. But um, and that one, I kind of neglected, it and it has seed pods. I didn't even pollinate it, so maybe a fly came in and rubbed on it. Mm. Is it like one of the milk has... trees? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, because I know they got those so. African milk tree euphorbias. You know, I have one. Yeah, like I don't, I don't... yeah, I think it's something. I forgot the name, man. It pisses me off when I talk to people it's and fine. I blank out. I don't happen. Fucking... I don't fucking know on all kinds of names. Could you have some lopes that we could see? Uh no, dude. Actually, the last two lopes, that's the one that traded um with oh, okay. uh yeah, uh simply funky. Oh, okay. Uh, let me show you what I traded him for. Let me see if I grab it real quick. Only you can prevent wildfires. Smoky bear <laughs> right there. Check this guy out. This is the Nova cluster he traded me. Wow. Fucking love this thing, dude. Dude, that thing's sick. He was like, I was like, bro, you got you got anything for trade? And he was like, I got this Nova. He was like, what do you got for trade? I was like, two loafs. And that cluster that he showed you. Yeah. And he was like, all right, bring it over. <laughs> yeah, those are beautiful, man. Yeah, I took some pups off the back and it's growing some more. But this is the one I'm out looking for at Home Depot, dude, for 20 bucks. I really like that. The super major Nova, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I have one. I want to get, I'm getting, I'm starting to. To really like those, man. I want to get some more euphorbias. Yeah, the Botanic Wonders, man. They have a few. Take a take a trip out there, bro. Yeah, I got one from Oscar. I got a major Nova from Oscar a while back. Love him. Yeah, Oscar has some good stuff, dude. He does. Yeah, he's the plug for all the all the rare stuff. I got this guy when I was in San Diego the other day. It's a fellow cactus, uh hex uh Hexodrophus, hexodrophus, or something, mm -hmm. and it came with a little pup. I don't know That's what sick. the pup is. It looks different, huh? Yeah. Um, I showed uh Chris from CSG Succulents, and he's like, "Dude, I don't think that's a a fellow cactus, but it could be. Maybe it looks like it has like the super thick uh um growth. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe when yeah, it's but young. everybody everybody has these um cat um Charlie sucks. He has some big ones of those guys, and they're super cool once they start spacing out. Yeah, Charlie Sucks is a gangster, dude. I look at his collection, man. He's got some shit. Yeah, I, I fucking love that guy, man. He came in um, when I first started um, selling some Obesas. He came and supported me, and I went down to his place, and his shit is out of this world, bro. He's a very humbled guy, super down-to-earth, and he's one of my closest friends. You know, I have Whittier Crick. I have... Crazy for cactus, CSG succulents, and this goes on. You, you guys are all great friends of mine. So, awesome people, dude. Yeah, nothing but nothing but beautiful people. And hey, this has been a great episode, dude. Excellent. Oh wow, that the 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 uh, the fucking pod recorder just said that it aired out at the end. So we did great. We we wrapped it up, I think, just in time. But thank you so much for doing this. It's still recording. It says. Uh, thank you so much for doing this, bro. I really appreciate you, Vic. Heck yeah, man. Let's uh, let's link up pretty soon, dude. Let's uh, let's do something. Maybe take a trip or something. Go to some nurseries out in San Diego or something. Fuck dude. yeah, bro. I'm down. Yeah, I'm down to do that. Yeah, let us know, man. We'll All be right. there. Vic the prick, everybody. If everybody yeah, dude. could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast, I would very much appreciate that. And uh, sharing it is also very much appreciated as well. Thank you, everyone. Mm -hmm.